Welcome to Fashion Designers Get Paid, a podcast for burnt out fashion designers who want to ditch the toxic rat race, say bye-bye to backstabbing bosses, and work with brands who value and respect them. I'm your host, Heidi, and I believe that you can do things differently in your fashion career. Because the truth is, most industry jobs will underpay and overwork you, and having your own brand is far from profitable. Let's also be honest, most of them fail. So if you actually want to, well, be a fashion designer and get paid, the best way to do it is as a freelancer. Now, maybe you've been told that brands don't accept remote freelancers or that freelancing means being an exploited temp employee working full-time without benefits. Or to work freelance, you have to be a rock star expert with all the skills from design through development. I'm going to show you that it is possible to be a real freelancer in fashion, work remotely with brands you love, and make money, even if you're terrified you don't have all the answers. You got this, and I'm here to help you do it. Did you know that a lot of freelance fashion design jobs or TD, PD, pattern maker, doesn't matter the role, but that a lot of these freelance opportunities in the fashion industry are technically illegal? The truth is that there's a lot of exploitative practices when it comes to freelancing and fashion, and I want to make sure that you know your rights and when you may be getting taken advantage of. In this episode, I'm talking about the difference between permalancing or temp jobs and real freelance opportunities where you're in control of your own business. If you want to work for yourself in fashion and get paid, you need to know about this stuff. Let's get to it. If I say I'm a freelance fashion designer, what does that mean to you? Now, if you've been listening or watching for any amount of time, you might know what I say of being a freelance fashion designer means, but if you're new here, you might conjure up images of working in-house, working 40 hours a week for one brand. You are on their schedule. You're showing up and looking and acting like an employee. And then in three weeks or three months when the project is over, you're basically unemployed again. Now you're, like I said, looking and acting like an employee, but you're not getting any of the benefits of being an employee. You're not getting health insurance. You're not getting paid vacation. You're not getting sick leave. And it's kind of a pretty abusive situation in the fashion industry. Now, people in fashion call this freelancing. They put this in the job posting. I've heard a lot of fashion designers say, I'm a freelancer. And they're basically working again for this brand, looking and acting like an employee, but not getting any of the benefits. I'm going to give you a cold, hard reality check. The truth is that this is not freelancing. This is a temp job. I call it permalancing. And the truth is that it is quite exploitative in the fashion industry. Here's why. The brand is getting all of the benefits. They are getting you, the freelancer, at a specific rate, and they're not having to pay all of this extra stuff for you. No, they're not paying for health insurance. They're not paying you for vacation. All of those extra benefits that you get in a traditional job, they're saving a tremendous amount of money by not paying you as an employee. And alternatively, like I said, it's technically kind of abusive to you, right? You have none of the security of being an employee, but you're showing up and acting like one, and it's a really unbalanced situation. Now, if you like this kind of work, I'm not here to judge. Um, if this is the type of work that you are doing to pay your bills, or this is the opportunity that you got at this moment in time, I'm not here to judge. Some people, this works for them, but I just want you to be very clear what freelancing is and what freelancing isn't. 
So know that showing up as a temp worker is not freelancing and know that it's not really great for you or our industry. Like I said, the brand gets the upper hand and they're taking advantage of you. Um, technically, in some places, this kind of work arrangement where you are a freelancer, you're not getting benefits and yet you're showing up and you're required to work on site and be there for X amount of hours. Technically, in some places, this is actually illegal. Now, brands get away with it because of the competitive nature of the fashion industry. But I want to share some specific definitions with you. This snippet was pulled from Cornell Law, very reputable company. And I will highlight here, a freelancer is not an employee for any organization and is essentially an independent contractor who gets paid on a per job basis. Unlike an employee, a freelancer has the freedom to complete different jobs simultaneously, given there is no exclusive contract between the freelancer and the client. And now here's where the illegal part comes into play. A freelancer enjoys the benefits of working at home, having flexible hours, and choosing projects that interest them. When you're showing up for this freelance job in fashion, you do not get the benefit of working at home, having flexible hours and choosing projects that interest you. No, you're there basically looking and acting like an employee. Here's another definition from a, a site called uslegal.com. And it says a freelance employee usually performs services or completes work assignments under short-term contracts with several clients who have the right to control only the final result of the individual work, the individual's work, rather than the specific means used to get the work done. I'm going to read that line again because it's really important to think about and understand what this means. The client has the right to control only the final result of the individual's work rather than the specific means used to get the work done. What does this mean? This means that they can say, you need to deliver this project, these five tech packs, or you know, the design this collection. They can control the final result of your work, but they do not get to control the means that are used to get the work done, meaning you have to work from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and you have to come into the office three days a week, right? They do not get to control that. This is where these freelance jobs in fashion are technically a little bit illegal, depending on where you're located. So Let's talk about the opposite, right? What does it mean to actually be a freelance fashion designer or technical designer, pattern uh, pattern maker, product developer, et cetera? As a real freelancer in fashion, you are in control of your own business. You get to work with multiple clients when and where you want. You have freedom in your day. You're not tied to a desk. Now, yes, you may have to do meetings at set times, but you're not beholden to that brand schedule or their workplace. As long as you meet deadlines and as long as you deliver the final product, you are free to work when and where you want. You set your own rates, you're in control of raising them. You call the shots. And that is the definition of a freelance fashion designer. That is the kind of freelancing that I talk about here on the podcast, here on YouTube. That is the only type of freelancing that I support, that I condone, and that I promote, okay? I do not think that these permalancing temp jobs um, that our industry is known for are very healthy for anybody out there. It's beneficial to the brand and very detrimental to you as the air quote freelancer. It is a personal mission of mine to stand up and fight for your rights as a freelance fashion designer where you get to work remotely 
on your own terms. Again, no judgment if you're working these permalance gigs because they work for you or that's what you need to pay the bills right now. But I think it's at least important that you are educated and that you understand and know the difference between permalancing and true freelancing. And be aware that in some scenarios, you might technically be getting abused and be be um, brands treating you illegally. Now, again, I know it's hard to stand up in this industry because there's a lot of competition and you just lose that opportunity because there's someone else lined up to do it. But the more each and every one of us stands up to say, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not fair the stronger we can all come and pool together to get brands to stop doing this and start working in environments where if you want me to show up and look and act like an employee, then compensate and treat me like an employee. And if you want me to be a freelancer, then you're going to treat me and let me act like a true freelancer. All right, you got this, you're doing great. Thanks so much for listening to the Fashion Designers Get Paid podcast. If this episode inspired you in any way to get out of the mass-produced rat race and get your fashion career out of the hands of toxic corporate bosses, just like one of my students did, Alexandra, who makes more money in one day of freelancing than she did in two weeks at her old industry job. Yes, true story. I'd love to help you take control of your own destiny as a freelance fashion designer or TD, PD, pattern maker, etc. Get instant access to my free limited time training at soheidi.com slash freelance. We'll link it up in the show notes. And of course, make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We release new episodes every Monday to help inspire you for or help you get through the week ahead. You got this? Me and my team are rooting for you.